All right. Hey, dude. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. The first one of the new year. Oh my gosh. I've been taking quite a hiatus, but it's been very nice. I've got some things to say, but hello. My name is Jesse Wallacher. I am the head coach and creator of Confident Fit Coaching, Roxology in the membership, journals, courses, all that fun jazz. But what we are going to talk about today is diving into something that I fully realized once consumed my life entirely. And now I'm just so aware of it. It's just no big deal, which is absolutely crazy because I thought it was something that would never, ever change for me. And it was just a part of my reality and part of the life that I was living. And it was just a me problem, but really it's not. So I want to help you out with that because I know you are, if you're listening to this, you odds are you're struggling with it as well, or you have in the past, or you will if you're on a diet that's very strict. So knowing in the future what is going to happen, what coming away from that diet is going to do to you and do to your body, do to your psychology, do your, to your mentality and your health and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, listen in because this is a very simple, numb down version of it. And I just have to say too, I am not a nurse, doctor, nutritionist, dietitian, psychologist, anything like that. These are all just what I have learned from my own personal research, my own personal um, work doing this, my own life, and also what I have noticed from other people and other clients and just all of that kind of stuff. So this isn't, <laughs> this isn't like, legit that is legit advice but it's just not the legit advice that like somebody who has the degree and the certifications and all of that backing them is but all in all here's the thing so when you go on a diet when you are very strict or um, restrictive of certain things and your mentality is you can have these foods and nothing else um and especially if you are on a diet where a diet is cutting out calories so you can lose weight because that is how weight loss does in fact work. Um, we can fix that. Anyways, focus here. <laughs> but when you are on a diet and you are cutting out calories and you are on this mental state and the farther down you go, the worse it gets. But you are in this mental state of these are the foods I can have. These are the foods that are safe. These are the foods that are going to help me. And everything else is just bad and evil and no, no good. You are going to create this unhealthy, one, balance and relationship with food, but two, anything, anytime you fall away or have some of those off-limits foods or can't foods, um, psychologically, you're, you're going to feel bad about yourself. But um, on a physical note, your body is going to go into this mode of like, I need to eat this because it's the last thing I'm going to ever get because it's in starvation mode. And when it's in starvation mode, it's focused on keeping you alive. And in order to keep you alive, anytime it does get excess calories or different foods or, and this is especially when it comes to like sugar and fats, because sugar and fats, when we were as a human race struggling to survive, those things meant survival because those could be converted into fat and stored for winter and meant that we were going to last longer and we were going to succeed and like stay alive. So whenever our bodies are very smart, but still when we run into those kind of situations, our bodies still react in that sense, but we no longer have to worry about starvation. We no longer have to worry about that. And we are in this luxury of 
having the ability to just lose weight in order to stay in a healthy range and it is not going to um, impact our survival. But when we are on these strict and restrictive diets and on these strict and restrictive moments, whether it is for a prolonged period of time, whether it's for life that you are committing to this very strict diet, or if it's just for a certain amount of time, like if you are prepping for a competition or a race or um, a show or anything like that, where like being in good shape and getting rid of as much fat as you can um, is part of it, your body is still going to go into that starvation mode because at a core, that's how it's programmed. Even if psychologically you know you are still going to be able to have food, you are still going to stay alive, it doesn't want to do that. So whenever you quote-unquote fall off of a diet or a limitation or anything that's super strict, your body will just start craving everything and anything in sight. So it could be things that you were never able to have before. This is where like you find yourself at the bottom of the chip bag that you just opened or um, at the bottom or like eating the the very last cookie of a bag that you just opened. Or um, for me, this was finding myself at the bottom of a PB2 jar, which is powdered peanut butter, because that was the only thing I had in my house. And my body was absolutely starved and my body was absolutely drained. And psychologically, I was just so exhausted from life and work and school and like trying to keep this quote unquote healthy lifestyle going that I had just had enough and I was starving. I was starving in the 21st century where there was a Cold Stone and a Chipotle like a block away from me and I was starving and not because I couldn't afford it, not because I didn't have any money, but because I deemed that as like bad food. I couldn't have it. It was off limits. So my body found a way in its restrictive state to get those excess calories to find survival. So when I fell off of my extreme diet and just gave up from pure exhaustion because I couldn't handle it anymore, um, my body automatically just put on weight because it needed that. It felt like it was dying. It felt like it was starving because it wasn't getting enough food and it didn't know when it would come next. It wouldn't. It didn't know if that famine and that starvation was going to come back. So it put on that weight because it was scared and it was scared and it was terrified. And its main goal is to keep me alive, which is also very good. But if your goal is just to lose weight and to be healthy, being in this constant cycle is going to wreck you. And this is why we had those stupid weight loss challenges. This is why the new year is the biggest time to get back on the diet, to buy all those supplements, to buy all the things that you really don't need that are just going to put a Band-Aid on the bigger problem that you're dealing with, which is your psychological relationship with food and fitness. Gosh, but I just got reminded of this because Um, I needed to go grocery shopping and I was being super lazy about it. So it's my own fault, (laughs) but I only had a few things to eat. And once I did get some groceries, I was craving and wanting to just eat all of them because for the past couple of days, I was just getting by. I was getting by. I was being smart about it. I was listening to my body, but I knew that it wanted more. I knew and I am not perfect. (laughs) So I still have to catch myself with this, but it's just the knowledge behind it. So I know why I'm doing it. I know everything about that. But like there are times where you don't get enough food in, where life is busy. It's hectic. It's stressful. Sometimes if 
and I used to be the person that would stress eat, but when I changed my relationship with food and demonized so many foods, it turned into now it's like a hit or miss. I could like not eat for a day if I'm super stressed out, or I could eat everything in sight for a day if I'm super stressed out. But so for me, I was not eating a whole awful lot whatever. <laughs> I'm sharing with you so you can learn and understand and like, cause I know that we're not all perfect and we're all going to go through this, but just so you know. So like today I was craving food. Normally I don't eat in the morning. This is just something that works for my schedule. I really enjoy it. It's one less thing to worry about. I can just kind of chill, have my morning coffee. You don't need to know about, worry about my morning routine, but for me, that's just what's worked for me and my schedule for right now. It's not strict intermittent fasting or anything like that. It's just, you know what, this is what I wanted to do. I'm going to do it. And through experimenting and all the work that I do, if you really want some help, I can help you with that. But that's where I had gotten to at this point. But I was craving food right away in the morning. And I know this about my body. If I eat too late at night or I didn't get enough food the previous day, I am starving right away in the morning. Because normally I don't get hungry until like 11 o'clock noon. And that's even if I do exercise and things like that. I'm just not that hungry until then because that's where my body is at. But I wanted to eat everything in sight. I wanted to eat everything and I wanted to just munch. Even though I checked in with myself, I asked my body, like, are we really hungry or are we just bored or are we just scared or are we just thinking that we aren't going to have food later on so we need to get it in all now so we can store it away and we can survive later. And that's where it's at (laughs) because I hadn't eaten a lot the last couple of days because I was stressed out. So that's putting that fear on your body because stress is stress. Your body doesn't know the difference between stress with work, stress with family, stress with um, traffic, or if you have like the possibility of dying, like it's all the same to your body. So it can't tell the difference. So if I'm stressed, it thinks it's in a very deathly spot. So it wants to survive. So it's going to focus on survival and it's not going to focus on your weight loss goal. It's not going to focus on how you look in a bikini because it could care less because if you're going to die, you're not going to be in a bikini. So what's the point in worrying about that? That's That's just what your body is trained to do. So that's why when you fall off of these strict diets, when you fall away from limiting yourself and you allow yourself or maybe you don't allow yourself, but you just don't care anymore, your body starts craving things. And that's why you just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And you can feel incredibly physically full, but still like empty inside because you are trying to fill something that physically can't be filled. And that's where we all get really, really stuck because we think that health is such a simple thing because it really is. Anyone can lose weight and exercise and eat healthy, but it's the psychological attachment to food and fitness that we have that's really hurting our bodies. It's um, become a status symbol. It's become a beauty statement. It's become our calling card. It's become our worth when it's nothing like that. We don't need to attach emotion to food. We can still enjoy it, but it is not the demon. It is not the bad thing. I remember getting to a point where just food in general was bad 
And I didn't want to eat it because I had gotten so low and so brainwashed and so lost that any calories meant bad calories. And I'm smart. I'm not stupid. I know that food is good for you. I know that there's a healthy balance to it. And I know that that's not how it works. But when you get so consumed and so like focused on that one thing that is hurting you or you deem is hurting you and is just bad, it's going to forever stay that way. So in order to get past that, you have to heal from the inside out. And yes, that is not the simple fix. That is not the luxury thing. That's not what you can just buy in a pill and pop and pop in your mouth in the morning and swallow. Like that's something that takes actually looking at yourself and looking at what you've been doing and what you're hiding from and what you don't want to admit and why you want to lose weight, why you feel the need to work out, why you think that this diet is going to be the diet to fix everything because nothing else worked. Like, why is it? Yes, of course, there are actual hormonal things. Yes, of course, there are actual diagnosed problems. But for a lot of us, the vast majority of the world, we have these mild self-diagnosed things that just don't fit in the broad spectrum of it. So yeah, I was very borderline on an eating disorder, but I did not get tested for that. Yes, I know that I had slowed down my metabolism, but I did not get it checked out. I was able to put two and two together. Yes, I had a very bad relationship with my body and with myself and with my food and the way that I used fitness in order to support me, but also to hurt me and to make me suffer for the extra calories that I had eaten, even though it was something that had once had been my one therapy and my one escape from the stress of the world and just between school and family and friends and social life and work, it was the one escape. And now it turned into this devil thing that I really just didn't want to avoid. But you know what? You might as well go to the gym because the successful ones get up at 4am and go to the gym and the successful ones do two a days. And the successful ones go even when they're tired because you're going to always feel better. Even though you're craving that extra sleep, you're going to just feel so much better when you go to the gym. But you know what? Sometimes you just need rest. Sometimes you just need to slow down. Sometimes you just need to stop and you just need a break from it all because you have been doing it for so long, so hard and so intensely that you don't even know who you are anymore. You're doing all of these things, but do you really enjoy them or are you just telling yourself you do? Can you honestly say that and ask yourself, do you actually enjoy this thing? Yes, I do. But do you really? Why do you enjoy it? What's so good about it? And that's when the questioning comes up. That's when the doubt comes up. That's when I actually don't enjoy this or I don't even know what I like anymore or I don't even know why I'm doing this. But we don't want to get to that point because then that admits that we don't know what we're doing, that we're doing it wrong, that um, this is a failure, that we're a failure, that we aren't a success because we don't even know why we're doing this. We don't even like it. And that's a harder pill to swallow than just going through the motions. The, I can't do this. That's one more thing that's going to tick me off. That's one more thing that proves I am not worth it, that I am not actually successful. And we don't want to deal with that. This is why when people come to me and tell me about their cravings or 
how they can't just give up a certain thing. I just, it's not a simple, well, just don't eat that. Or, yeah, just don't buy that anymore. Or just stick with it. You got it. It's not. It frustrates me so much because that's what the fitness industry is all about. And that's what coaching is all about. And that's what fitness people are all about, which there is a time and place for that. But it's not the thing that is going to lead to like longevity with health and a good relationship with health and a good relationship with you and wanting to be better and wanting to feel better, and wanting to do better and just to do and be. It's not that. It's so much more. It's the relationship that we have attached with food and with ourselves and with our being and with our fitness and with our body and with our mind and with our social status, with the people around us and with our environment. It's not just about the bag of chips that you can't get rid of. It's not just about the bag of chips that you have no control over because you can buy a smaller bag of chips. We live in a beautiful world where there are different portion sizes, where if you really do want that bag of chips, and I tell my clients this, and I still follow this rule as well, if you really want that bag of chips, get like the, the bag that you would get at the gas station, the small one. I guarantee you it'll fill your fix. You'll get to that bottom of the bag and not feel bad. Because it's a single serving. Some of those things are like two and three, and that's just BS. <laughs> but it's about understanding those things. I know this about myself now, so I know if I get a full-size bag of chips, I'm going to eat it in a couple days, just because that's how I am. But also, if I get a full-size bag of chips, if I've got a great balance and a great understanding and a great awareness of myself, of my food, of my fitness, of my work, of my social life, of my family, like that bag could last a while. It is possible. And this is coming from somebody who at one point would eat her plate, would finish your plate, would have dessert and most likely a snack afterwards. And also somebody who found herself at the bottom of the of a PB2 jar after going months on a 12 to 1500 calorie diet, because even though I was given a 1500 calorie diet suggestion, anything less must be better. So I'm going to definitely shoot for lower than 1500 calories, because if I did get to 1500 calories, which is what I was suggested, then that was bad. You can make anything bad. You can make health bad. <laughs> you can make it evil. Because it's not doing what you want it to do, but you're putting so much stress on yourself, which we talked about. Stress is your body, your body doesn't know the difference between stress. So if it's constantly fighting itself, it's not going to let go because it's not safe. It needs to survive. It needs that weight to survive because at a very simple level, that's all it knows. Because stress is death. Stress is the unknown, but it knows it will have a longer chance to get through it if it has a little extra to feed off of, even when there's no food. That is why you can't lose the weight, because you are too stressed out. And that is why when you give up or fall away, you can't stop eating. Because your body just wants to live. It just wants to live and feel safe, but you're putting it under so much stress and so much pressure that it's not able to do that for a long period of time. 
And even people that do have the six-pack abs and do are the fitness goals, they're hurting themselves every single day. And I've seen so many people, which just breaks my heart, that have to go the next few years figuring themselves out because all of their hormones are off. Because they've been starving themselves for so long. So yes, those ideal bodies are beautiful and great motivation. But you know what? A lot of them just are not good and healthy either. They're not in a good place. But they sure look like it. So there's so much more to health than just eating the right foods and moving your body. If it is that simple for you, I'm so very glad you've been spared. Because going through this can lead all the way back to childhood. It can lead to one simple remark said by a school teacher. It could be a side glance somebody gave you in the hallway. It could be something that your parents said over and over and over because they weren't there for you. It is so much more than not having control because that's just bullshit as well. You do have control. I have control when I thought I didn't and I thought I would never be able to have certain things in my home, but I do. It's about changing the relationship. It's about changing the view and the perspective of it all. Because believe it or not, that thing is not going to be the last time you ever see it. It's not a one and done. It's not eat it all now because I'll never get it again. It's, this is an option. This is here. I can choose to have it or I can choose not to. I know how my body is going to respond to this. I know how it's going to react, how it's going to digest, how I'm going to feel, how I'm going to break out, how I'm going to sleep, how I'm going to work out tomorrow or today. I'm going to base it off of that. I'm going to give in to my cravings and numb out that emotion for now, or I'm going to deal with it and have a little bit. It's all perspective. It's all a process. And soon it becomes just who you are and you don't question it and you don't doubt it. And it's not hard. You just know it's just who you are. And you're so close to that breaking point because it does come down to that. It does come down to you deciding, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I want freedom to go out. I want freedom to have a life. I want freedom to enjoy it and not have to bring my own Tupperware full of food. I want to be able to have what everyone else is having and know that I can have control and still lose weight from it and not have these restrictions for the rest of my life and not feel this way and feel this stress. It's all perspective. And if you're ready for change, I'm ready to help you because this is the one thing that I'm so incredibly passionate about and I can easily, easily help you with because I've done it for myself. I've done it for so many other people. And 2020 is going to be a big, big year for this. We're going to completely change the fitness industry. We're going to completely change the way people view health and food and fitness and all of that stuff. And finally, just put people in control. And not feel like they need somebody to tell them what they're doing wrong and need a plan in order to, like, be successful. It's so much more than that. So, as always, whenever you are ready, 
whenever you are done with your diet, your limitations and not recognizing the person staring back at you in the mirror, come let me know. I have my private coaching open and very, very soon we'll be having my signature beginning program opening up as well. So with that being said, you are not a failure. You are not out of control. You were just going through a lot of emotions that you were not allowing yourself to fully process. So that being said, go back to the beginning, listen through it again, fully process this and let me know what you think, because this right here is what it is going to take for you to finally feel free with food and fitness and to do it your way and to no longer question and doubt if you're doing it the right way or if you should be doing more because it's never less. It's always more. But really, doing less is where the real change happens. So with that being said, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye-bye.